Yeah! Finally! We're back! With another episode. Oh shit, yeah my dude! Welcome back to another episode of High Side of the Ropes, the host with the toast, Nick Downey, alongside my co-host as usual, Euless Harris. Yo. Joined in the booth today by Mr. Eddie. My dog, and we got another special guest in the place tonight, main host of the Emoki's Dopamine Podcast and new EDM artist, Emoki is in the building. What's going on? What's going on? Glad to be here. Hi, sis. What's going on? (laughs) Here we are. So we got some wrestling news this week. Mm -hmm. Some of it's good. Some of it's bad. Some Some of it's what the fuck. But first things first, we never actually got to give, you know, a moment of respect to the late, great Iron Sheik. Mm -hmm. So instead of doing a traditional moment of silence. Which we should still. Which we still should. But adding on to that, we will be following a moment of silence. But before that, we're going to read off some Iron Sheik tweets. It's It's only fair. It really should. Would you give us the honors, please? Okay, because I think you guys were liking the voice I was doing before with it. (laughs) Yes, yes we were. Take a minute of your day to be nice to someone, you dumb son of a bitch. (laughs) Facts. I have to go to my likes to find the rest that I liked, because I liked a lot. Also, (laughs) one of them. Fuck Polly Wanna Crocker. (laughs) Polly Wanna go fuck yourself. (laughs) Think outside of the bun, you dumb son of a bitch, Taco Bell. Think outside of the bun, Taco Bell. Got it. When Iron Sheik versus Elon Musk happens, what is the finish? <laughs> KSI, give me the 5% equity in the prime and I promise I won't break your back. <laughs> Tina Turner, I love you with all my heart. The song, the best is true for you. God bless you forever. I love you. Well, that one didn't end in a go fuck yourself or son of a bitch. <laughs> the enemy of your enemy can go fuck yourself. <laughs> and that one did. Hulk Hogan retirement match? You owe me big time, Jabroni. I break your fucking neck, you howdy dowdy, Hollywood blonde son of a bitch. <laughs> Correction, blonde dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> to the bitter end, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Hulk Hogan talk is cheap, I break your neck when you ready. <laughs> there are some things money can't buy, everything else you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> If you still like to if you still like to get your groove on, go fuck yourself. This is great. In case you're not familiar with greatness, go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck the stiff person syndrome. I break your fucking neck for my queen Celine Dion. And then tag Celine Dion. Oh man. Jabronis need to be lucky because they are jabronis. Game seven or go fuck yourself. I will beat the fuck out of the voice inside your head. (laughs) That one's great. If you don't know where your dogs are at, you you should go fuck yourself and stay away from animals. That's straight facts. If you lose your fucking dog, you should not be a pet owner. Boston, what the fuck? (laughs) Fuck the AI. Oh, these are amazing. Fuck the book of records. I make the world humble. (laughs) Who seems to be the most likable athlete of all time, Bovada? Iron Cheek is the only answer. Oh, go fuck yourself. Don't cut the hand that feed you, jabroni. Oh, my God. Fuck the easy way. 
Knock, knock. Who's there? Go. Go who? Go fuck yourself. Who you dumb? Son of a bitch. And I think I'm going to end it with like the best one that I think came out of the fucking backlash. Was it backlash? Fuck the man. Out of curiosity, go fuck yourself. yourself. In a perfect world, world go, go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. My little pony, go, go fuck yourself. yourself. The Wizard of Oz, go, go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. And finally, Shane McMahon, what happened, Bubba? Bubba? If you are a jabroni, I will beat the fuck out of you. Hashtag Monday motivation. <laughs> but let's follow this up with a quick moment of silence for the late great Iron Sheik. Sheiky baby, we are back. Remember that one part when he went... How to interview? Oh yeah, on Howard on, on Howard Stern and Macho Man <laughs> called in, and then he start and then he started saying how he was gonna like fuck Iron Sheik's wife very much. Fuck you! He starts fuck going you. off. And he starts saying, "I, I have fuck a ten inch co- I fuck your mother. I fuck your father. I fuck your sister. I fuck your whole family with my ten inch cock." And he proceeded to went and go unbuckle his pants. I'm like. On the air. I'm like, yo. With the camera on him, too. The Sheik is wild. Howard Stern. (laughs) Howard Stern, man. That legendary. Twitter will never be the same. Yep. Never. With everything else that's gone on through the week, man, there's been so much wrestling news. We've been interviewing out the ass lately. We really haven't had time to do an actual news episode. Gave us a spreadsheet, though. It, it did give us a spreadsheet of some stuff to talk about, and there's a lot of hot topics right now. So, oh, Euless, yeah. if you will do us the honors in kicking off what topic we are going to start off with. Well, we're gonna think we're going to keep it in the E for right now, or as some people call it, the Fed. Okay. Let's keep so, it in the E. We have Carlito that's basically on his way back. Yep. Officially. Yep. Signing a deal, competing at House of Glory recently. Puerto Rican nation. Yeah. Oh, I mean, if they didn't bring him back, I thought, I, me personally, I'm pretty sure some other people feel the same way, it would have been a stupid decision not to bring Carlito back. I mean, honestly, believe it or not, the pop that he ended up getting at Backlash, why wouldn't they bring him back? Not only that, plus his his return alone, I think in like, what, the first hour had like eight millions? Million, like, eight, yes. like eight million views. And like, I remember like, at the end of the week, it was like in the hundreds of millions of views. Yes. So, Carlito was a, a fucking master at his craft. Literally got an apple over. And that's a clear indication of like, not the apple getting over as amazing as that is. The legit apple. <laughs> uh, but just how clear what the fans really want. Yeah. And it's just like, for the love of God, sign this man back. Bring him the fuck back. Because that pop I heard is one of the loudest pops I've ever heard for any wrestling I event even ever. I would be surprised if somebody did a campaign just to bring him back. I thought there kind of was one after this. It's like, okay, that was awesome and all, but he's fucking back though, right? Yeah, like, you, like you're not just... Yes. Like, you can't be a tease about this one. Like, you, you just can't. 
The Twitter requests were insane. Mm-hmm. It was a wild ass return, but now he's actually on his way back. And honestly, I see him feuding with someone singly off the bat. Maybe, maybe someone from Judgment Day. Like as a welcome back kind of thing. Like him and Finn would go hard. Him and Priest one on one sound great. I think that's. I think that's probably where they're gonna go. I think and hear me out. Hear me out because this isn't gonna be as crazy as you think. Him and Dominic. That sounds good. Think about it. Dominic comes out, talks a bunch of shit, because we know he can. Mm-hmm. Right? Sets up this whole thing, and eventually down the line, it's destined that Carlito's going to be in the LWO. Right. Yeah. There, there's no way around it. Carlito is LWO bound one way or another. I'm just happy he's fucking back, dude. Like they, they, Everybody. Like, I mean, even me, I'm excited. Like that, like the House of Glory match, it was fucking nuts. I saw clips when fucking um, Matt Cardona was going to spit the apple in Carlito's face with Steph Delander holding him. Mm-hmm. And then he ducks out of the way and spits the apple in Steph's face. Mm-hmm. And then Carlito hits the backstabber. Oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. And apparently he uh, he, he taught he taught uh, Vikingo all his moves. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that's always that's always a plus. I heard one person say that they wanted him to turn heel and like take the LWO for himself, basically. That would be cool. Put Ray in another story. Ray in these in like the fucking heartstring storylines they work. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel his one with his son is almost around the corner since they had their first match. Yeah. I don't think anybody would let him be. Heel. At least think, right now, no. Yeah, no, he's he's way too much of a face. To, to he's too faced to be a heel yeah. right now. I feel like all that has to really run its course before you can even think <laughs> yeah. that. Fucking, he's back. Can't wait to see what the hell happens with this man. There are so many matches I want to see happen with Carlito now. There mm-hmm. are so many predictions that everybody has with Carlito right now. Like, makes me want his so whole family back. I want Epico and Primo. What? <laughs> Oh, my God. Yo, have the Puerto Rican, like, a uh, fraction of Puerto Ricans have him, Bad Bunny, Primo, um, Epico, all it, of them. Yeah. Have Carlito as the Puerto Rican chief. Well, I mean, isn't Bad Bunny and already? And Epico and Primo. Yeah, Bad Bunny's already a member of LWO. Right, and isn't also Bad Bunny already hitting, like, kind of like the indie scene? I mean, I've seen him already, you know... Kind yeah. of like in New York hitting a couple spots. He does be training though. Yeah. He does that's the thing. He there. he takes it seriously and that's what I love about Bad Bunny. Yeah. Like he doesn't just come in, does one match, gets a bunch of oohs and ahs, collects a paycheck and goes home. No, this dude hits the performance center for like six hours a fucking day. Yeah, he dedicated his time and dedicates his time to the craft. I remember yeah. we were all just stunned. I mean, look, look craft spoke for itself like look how amazing he did it he's not a fucking wrestler exactly now if you compare him to logan paul who did better Bunny. but then also Bunny. remember also at the same time he was on tour while training for backlash no he, he finished his tour no he w- he was um <laughs> he finished his tour no he was also performing for um the met gala that yeah he was at the happened. met gala yeah he was at the met gala, yeah. met gala. He was at the Met Gala that happened and everything, right? Yeah. So he was finishing his tour at the Met Gala when the same week that Backlash yeah, was going right, on. Also right. while training at that. So 
We gotta dedicate power to that man as well. So yeah, he gets. He gets. That's his amazing. That man, that that man deserves all the flowers, bro. Like Bad Bunny's the shit. He needs to get streamers. Yeah, like they, you know, they need to start. <laughs> That's awesome. He kind of does. They need to start allowing streamers in WWE. Like, yeah, just allow streamers or confetti or something. We've got a rubber chicken. There's no reason why <laughs> can't be allowed now. Without a rubber, rubber chicken. chicken has literally made his debut everywhere. It's like when Pikachu showed up in the Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> it was just at the main event of WrestleMania, and it was just like after everyone was shocked, it's just like, oh my god, Cody lost. Is that a fucking rubber chicken in the ring? <laughs> oh my god, it's amazing. Something, something, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Through it all, the pain and agony. Ow! <laughs> that chicken said, I just beat you. What if it was the same saw- chicken lineage as the one in Family <laughs> That's all I saw at that very moment. The final battle of the chicken and Peter Griffin. At that very moment. Remember when he saved his life in an episode? Yeah. And at the end of the episode, he went to go get something from the kitchen and just turned the light on. And he just see outside the screen door and he's just standing there in the darkness. And he's like, good. 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 Turns the light off and it's just him still standing there. <laughs> oh, God. Man. But next we have someone who's not coming back. At least for right now. Yeah. Drew is not coming back recently. Uh, he is like representing WWE for the Olympics on the, as representative, or the Special Olympics. I forget which one that's up and coming, but he is representing them. He's also out with an injury, uh, according to Seth, when he was talking about people he wanted to defend the title against. But they've been trying to get him heavy for Money in the Bank I coming up. I would love to see Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. Yeah, like that'll be one match that I'll be like, oh, if I don't know, it can go either way. It really can. And I'm, I won't even be mad if Drew McIntyre is the one to beat Seth Rollins. However, that's just me. However, think about it like this. What is the. Tough son of a bitch, Taco Bell! Oh my god, anyway, but what. Really, if you really look at it and think about it, there's no plans for him for any title contention, any storyline. What really left, if you're not going to do something significant with Drew McIntyre, what is really left for him to do in WWE? I mean, he isn't coming back because he said he doesn't want to come back and, like, re-sign unless he's put in a spot where it's, like, not a placeholder. He's actually used significantly on the roster, like, in a very much, like, main event capacity instead of, like, filling out the rest with, like, you know, some other, like, semi-main co-feud. Uh, so he's that. really just trying to know his worth right now. And contrary to belief, his contract ends uh, next year. Although I would like to see him at a all-in at Wembley. Mm. I feel that's just tailor-made for him. Yeah. I mean, that's straight British bulldog territory with Bret Hart. I mean, the way I'm looking at that, if it, do- if it were to happen, it's a long shot. But if it were to happen... Like, we just... don't know because remember when we were shocked with Roddy. Yeah. I didn't even know. I didn't even know Roddy. Fucking we all were watching that WWE. shit, and it was just like, okay, that's like, Roddy's old theme. But it's, it's like, just cool. like, eh, whatever. And then he actually comes out. And it's like, 
Wasn't Wait. he with the E? It's like, wait a minute, since when? Yeah, it's like, what the fuck, Roddy? When was this? <laughs> what the fuck did you do, Tony? Did you just contract tampered? <laughs> but it's like, I that if he goes to AEW, if it were to happen, like I said, it's a long shot. Mm-hmm. But if it were to happen, that just opens a door of a whole bunch of new dream matches. You, yeah, yeah because his that, ends next year matches? with a bunch of people like MJF. I know Omega's ends next year, too. Yeah. But uh, with Drew, uh, like, I don't really... What's it called? Like, you have Ridge saying that he'll see him back in the ring soon and that he would like to because he said he's been out of action since Mania. Yeah. You haven't seen him since. Like, the only thing that they've really had him mention it was when he got drafted. Yeah. But so far, like, they're trying to get him for money in the bank, but he's obviously not re-signing. Yep. And WWE's not in the position of booking someone strong that isn't going to re-sign. Facts. So, we're not entirely sure about Drew. Not only that, but I know under creative, if Drew does come back, now that we ha- we're under the Triple H era, mm-hmm. yeah. like, I know he will be booked very strongly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would hope. You would really so, hope. Yeah, so we can only just keep our fingers crossed. With wrestling, it's like a hope kind of game. It's like, I hope this happens. I hope this plays out like this. I hope, like, they do something cool. Exactly. It's right. just a hoping game at this point, man. I mean, I, I I hope Drew fucking, like, whatever he does takes over the fucking world, man. That dude is like a veteran and a half. He's yeah, been he around for over he 10 years. Flowers. He deserves a shitload of flowers. My I'm going to be honest. Like, uh, that match he gave us with uh, Sheamus and Gunther at Mania, it's still probably my match of the year so yeah. far. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I love Omega and uh, Osprey, which we'll get to that in a later, like, point. But uh, that was match of the year so far. Yeah. Like, that triple threat with him and Gunther yes, and Sheamus. I Especially, agree. I feel like the Sheamus feud is still on the table. Oh, just from shit. like the match in itself where he actually costed Sheamus and just that stare down like my friend cost me. Speaking of Gunther and friends, it just brought something to my attention that I like fucking saw earlier today. What up? Did you know Ludwig, uh, Ludwig and Tiffany Stratton were supposedly dating? Really? Apparently so. Okay. And apparently she cheated on him. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. That came out of nowhere. <laughs> I saw the thing and I'm like, apparently he walked in. On her with a really good friend of his. Allegedly. Well, there you have Allegedly. It. Allegedly this happened. And I'm looking at it. And it's I'm true. Like, Poor Ludwig. <laughs> and I'm looking at it. I'm like. And or he's, Marcel Barthel for some people out there. I'm sitting. He's like, oh, me and this person are no longer friends. I'm like, well, that's good. Um, I hope this news actually isn't true because I saw one post about it. I really hope it's not true. Mm-hmm. But. Damn, that kind of sucks if it is. Like, uh, heart goes out to you, man. But anyway. Yeah, we have uh, Imperium talking about possibly adding new members, Gunther says. I would like to see that. If I, can I get, pick a guess? Yeah. Uh, um, what's that dude? There's a lot of what's dudes. What's that dude? There's a lot of dudes. <laughs> uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot of dudes. Who's the one the from dude? the NXT UK that he had that rivalry with um, Gunther. Rivalry What's that dude? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people Ila, from Ilya Dragunov. Ilya Dragunov. That's actually a lot of people's pick. I, I, w- I want to see him join. I'd like to see Tyler Bate. I think a heel turn with him would make sense since he also feuded with him in Mustache Mountain and all that. Mustache, yeah. 
Also, honestly, I, I would like Alexander Wolf to come back too. Honestly, what's that, dude? What's that? Pete dude? Dunn. Pete Dunn joining Imperium would fucking be sick as well, fuck. Dunn would Imperium actually have to change, I think, some of the Dunn, brutal status, though. Gunther is our champion. Gunther's our champion. He's also He recently our passed captain. one year as. He also, he also just passed the one year mark as champion. He did? Yeah. yeah He's he going to surpass Roman Reigns, I'm telling you this right now. Oh, wow. As intercontinental champion, I would and I wouldn't mind that at all. I think he already passed Roman as intercontinental I think champion. So. I wouldn't mind it though. No, it's about a Roman's IC title reign, right. not his world one. Oh, okay. <laughs> like he's at a thousand days. I know he passed probably the WWE one. Definitely. Oh my god. Oh, and he's basically okay. said, no, I think it's perfect how it is. I'm a big believer in never change a running system. I think too much in and out can water a group. <laughs> yes, we've, we, we've seen that firsthand. We're all together for a reason. Nothing's random. We're all tidy, connected in our private lives, too, especially with Kaiser. Our careers went the same way since we started. There's a history of that group a long time before WWE. So it's something that was just authentically there. As of right now, I feel like it's good how it is. That's, I mean, as much as that would be cool for Imperium to have new members, Gunther has a point. I mean, look what happened with the NWO. Eventually, WCW got like five different variations. Mm-hmm. Rotating members in and out. I mean, it's the same thing with Bullet Club, really. Bullet Club was always that. Now it's just a point where it's just unrecognizable, except for uh, at least Fale still there. Yeah, literally. <laughs> And I, the history with him and the whole group, it's just like, well, that's something you can't replicate. That's something you can't just insert a person here and expect them to carry on everything that you guys have done so far. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just wish, Imp- I just want to see, I want to see Imperium with the tag gold. I want to see them all with gold. I want to see all of them holding gold at the same fucking time. Also, I want to see them have, like, an actual legit faction war with someone. Because so far, they haven't yet on the main roster. No, they haven't. It's just been, like, Guther and his friends versus, like, you know. It's like it just felt like another episode of Dragon Ball Z. It's like, who could take down these three Saiyans? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Except one of them is you know, just with a championship. That, that's pretty much it. On the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. That's basically what it felt like. And it's just that <laughs> people have failed to do it for a year. Sucks. <laughs> Yeah, in a short one, we have uh, WWE's motion to dismiss the MLW lawsuit. Really? Yeah, saying how they accosted them, basically, to get, like, on Vice. Because remember, there was talks at one point to get them on Vice. Yeah, there was. It was said that WWE had blocked them and actually sabotaged their chances, and there's been that whole lawsuit for over a year now. And it's basically been dismissed by WWE to actually try to, or denied the dismissal of the lawsuit. So it's still going to go. That's A's. Well, it's asked for WWE because that means it's still no, no, no. Go. It's not AS. It's AS. Oh, oh, AS that it happens. So AS is AS when something's ass and very disappointing. AS. It's just AS. I don't know, man. That's insane. But oh fuck, we're on the subject of MLW. Congratulations yes. to one half of America's violence dealers, Akira, on becoming the new MLW middleweight champion. Yes. Holy shit, I saw that. I'm like, Akira. let's fucking go. Akira. 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 That dude was fucking nuts. I'm happy he finally got gold, man. Like, he's only been there for a short while, too. 
Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. And I think they had the uh, the women's title change hands, too. Yes, I saw mm-hmm. that. They did. I forgot who won it, though. I will find out for you right now. Eddie will definitely find out for me. He's going to search. Because <laughs> I saw the graphic. I'm like, oh, titles are just changing hands left and right, man. I'm with it. Speaking of titles, you seen the new women's ones? I did. And can I just say how lazy... How lazy is Asuka's actually is. They, yeah. Like, also, I don't think they know how Undisputed you works. Wanna, you you want to know what's fucked up? What? That WWE could put more thought into legacy belts than an actual belt for their yeah. design. I still yeah. remember, uh, remember the Winged Eagle, like, Triple H one? Yeah. And, like, the Winged Eagle Taker one? The Rey Mysterio one was cool. They just dropped the Shawn Michaels one. That looks fucking awesome. And they put more creativity into that than they can their own main belts. Remember the Undertaker, like, legacy title? Yes. That was, like, $750 or, like, $800. And it had, like, everyone he beat for the streak and all his title wins and every title he held and accomplishments. So back to the conversation of the new MOW's women's featherweight champion is following this week's fusion, Demi Elst. EXO, sorry if I fucked the name up, defeated Taya Valkyrie on Thursday's episode to capture the main event show. The main, the title on the main event show. Well, that that makes sense with Taya Valkyrie being with uh, AEW now. Mm -hmm. So congratulations, Delmi EXO. This is going to be good, man. Like, it's a year to be a wrestling fan right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I say that virtually every fucking year, but every year keeps upping itself. Yeah. So... What's our next topic? All right, we got Jimmy Jacobs joining AEW following leaving Impact. The zombie princess is back. Even if it's just for a backstage role. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about, like, his history. Like, working backstage and how he got, you know, released from his WWE one. <laughs> he, was, he was a tag team with Seth Rollins on the indies. Oh, yeah. Him and it's Tyler- still crazy to see the old photos of that. On Wrestling Society... I remember their fucking vignette on Wrestling Society oh X. I remember watching that with y'all and just the it's- actual box set, the first and last season. You it's- brought it back it's- Wrestling it's literally, it's, it's literally Seth Rollins, like, fucking, like, being aggressive as hell and Jimmy Jacobs being like, oh, give me a hug. And he's like, no, get away from me. Like, like the original Team Hell No. Literally the original Team Hell... The Team Hell No to the Team Hell No. Like... And then he got fired for posing with the elite. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> hey. What's up? Yeah, I'll take this selfie. Hey, fired. <laughs> yeah, he's it's like, hey, you, you. Bye. Yeah, so his signing comes at a time where oh. AEW are actually expanding its creative team. Recently, you know, they had Will Washington signed as uh, pr- uh, promotion from uh, his admis- administrator coordinator now. And also Danielson has become more involved in the creative recently, where he actually booked... Uh, that rampage that had like three titles on it. Really? Yeah, the one where uh, Shibata was on it. Oh. And he defended that title there. Okay. Yeah, like he was involved in that uh, rampage, which doesn't surprise me because on his way out of WWE, he was booking a lot creative for uh, SmackDown too. Mm. Like he got Cesaro back on there. That was him. Uh, he wanted Shinsuke to be put there too, but you know he had yet to sign a deal. Yeah. And then, you know, he was the first and only person to actually take a, if you lose this title, it was title career match seriously. 
dude really lost the title versus career match, and we saw him in another company. <laughs> yep. Hey, title versus career. Haha, <laughs> you never said which career. Yeah, no, he makes his way as a part of the creative team now. Good shit. That's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. But yes, next we have Kenta! Oh, God. Kenta. On his string of tweets <laughs> of just denying him versus Punk every... I mean, I'm sorry, Pepsi Phil everywhere. Yeah. Pepsi Phil. Pepsi Phil. Yeah, Pepsi I had to take a minute Phil. to go on my Twitter because I still had Iron Sheik up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, he has been adamantly denying... That this match was actually going to happen because he's like, I got, I didn't get paid. Because remember when, uh, like, he had broke that it was creatively going to be talked about, yeah, and yeah. then he straight up replied and said, I didn't hear shit. Tony Khan, give me my bag. He's like, Oh hell no! Tell Tony Khan, give me the bag. <laughs> Listen, man, Kenton knows his worth, bro. Yeah, he straight up even said one time he doesn't care who the original go to sleep is. There's only one truth. And he's like, if you want to give me a match of punk, give me the correct amount of money. Other than that, I don't have to have this match. Seriously. That's crazy. I mean, just because it's a battle of the go-to-sleeps, like, I mean... It's there, because punk uses it. He's the founder of the move. What is the match stipulation going to be? The winner stays awake? (laughs) The winner stays (laughs) awake. The winner stays awake. I think winner gets to keep the finisher. (laughs) I think Punk has to go back to the Pepsi Plunge after this. I mean, Pepsi Phil, Pepsi Plunge, folks, where's the lie? Yeah. (laughs) Folks, where's the lie? All right. But, uh, yeah, next we have Forbidden Door. At least the match is so far announced, which, yes, all of it. Yeah. Yes, we have Horseshoe Tanahashi versus MJF, which recently was announced for the AEW Championship, to which MJF just said, yeah, uh, no, no, uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> he just said, all right, guys, I'm going to be out. Yeah. He's like, all right, no, I'm going to head out. Yep, that, that, that's how it went. <laughs> Goddamn. I'm gone. Think about how crazy it has been for MJF's career and how old he is, and now he's facing, like, literally some of the best in the world already. And he's got his own pickle line out. Yeah. <laughs> he really did get that put out. Wrong, you can't go wrong, man. I don't like pickles, but still. I like yeah, pickles. I don't either. But, yeah, also, recently, we had Sonata put out an open challenge on this week's recent Dynamite. And, yeah, Hyundai Sonata. And then, um... It was answered by Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Yeah. That's the biggest match of his whole career so far. <laughs> and if you tell me it's not, you're lying to me. He's facing one of the greatest of all time in an underrated person that's now really starting to get recognized with his world title run, which is weird because he shaved the iconic facial hair. I guess the world champion of New Japan. Yeah. And like, this is for the world title too. Yeah, it is. Like, definitely the biggest match he's had since the four-way. Word. And next we have, as I said recently, Kenti. Uh, Kenti. Ken, I was thinking about the fuck Kenta still. I don't know. I'd like to still see Kenta. I still remember how he showed up on uh, AEW. 
He's like, hey, brother Switchblade sent you? Oh, put it up, brother. I'm not your fucking friend. I'm here to fight John Moxley. But yeah, no, we have IWGP US champion Kenny Omega defending his title against Will Ospreay. Oh, God. For the second time. Battle of the Bruvs. Bruv. It's the Battle of the Bruvs. Mm -hmm. Their second match after having wrestled another one at Wrestle Kingdom. Yep. And this one, which has to be a fucking dream match and a half. Yeah, this yeah. one I think is going to steal the show. Yeah. Brian Danielson versus the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada. Jeez. Just that promo where he actually had that whole video package, and he's like, I'm going to take you out into the fucking desert, yeah. and there ain't going to be no rain. Yeah. That, that... They're competing for match of the decade, I feel, with that one. <laughs> I just love how Danielson, after coming out of retirement, has literally been giving us dream match after, after dream, dream match. Because it was like, think, think we had the Omega one. We had him and Edge and Roman in a triple threat at Mania, which turned out to be probably the one of the greatest Mania triple threats of all time again. Mania triple threats never have a broken formula, I guess. Yep. Can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. He Who else did we have? Out, he did miss out on the last. Um, we had him versus Hangman. He did miss out on the we last. We were supposed to get door. him versus Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, we missed out on that. And then you know, Claudio uh, basically ran through Saber Jr., which I'd like to see Saber Jr. at some point. I think we may get him versus Joe at Forbidden Door. Joe, I feel that's Joe. teased because they're in a frenemy relationship of who's the better TV champion. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, but we have a few more, I think. Are there just one more? I think that's just it. No, no. No, no, we have the one more thing. What? One more before we end with collision. One more thing. We have our actual special thing. Yep. The CM one sentence. <laughs> so in case you guys don't know what the CM sentence is, because every news episode we've released had Pepsi fill in it somewhere. Or CM Punk for you casuals. Just because of that reason, we decided to give him one sentence per episode. Well, one se sentence per little update thing about him. Because there's always a string. Yeah. And with him, there's always a lot. It's just like, I feel I have to have my story notifications on for just who he's going to talk shit about. Facts. But yes... We have our first sentence per topic. Yep. Which one to choose? There's so many. But yes, his new shirt line, a homage to Roddy Piper, but also has Larry on it. He has a shirt line? Yeah, a new shirt for his release. Really? Yes. Oh my God. I'm going to show you all a picture because I think it's hideous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to show you a picture because I think it's hideous. Yes. Nope, that's not it. That is it. Oh. What, what is that? That's Angry Larry. My bro trying to bring Ed Hardy back. That's oh, wait, his so sentence. Five Nights of Freddy. That's your sentence. Oh my god. <laughs> What's yours? My <laughs> sentence is... That's like Angry Hello Larry. Neighbor. <laughs> oh my god. Angry you know what my Larry. sentence is? What? When did he get the Chupacabra on his shirt? That's facts. It doesn't look like Larry. 
That don't look like no chupacabra. That's the dog that bit Kenny Omega. This looks like a head of a bat now that I'm actually looking at <laughs> yeah. it. That's the dog that bit Kenny Omega. Yep. Oh, a lot of people said it should have been an Ace Steel shirt. Oh, my God. It should, that, it should have been an Ace, an Ace Steel Here shirt. Here comes Eddie. <laughs> That's the dog that bit Kenny Omega. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, uh, another thing that's brought up is since the, uh, another topic for a sentence, is since the whole, like, uh, ESPN interview has come out, he has basically said that Hangman had shot on him and delivered him chops to his mouth and actually chipped a tooth. And so it was from that moment that sparked everything, and he thought that he went into business for himself during that match, and he didn't think the match was good and it was awful. So sentence. Sorry, <laughs> that was a lot. So it's a lot with him. It's always right. so detailed of a fuck so, you. <laughs> Just so say he, it. So he thinks he was shooting on him. Mm-hmm. Well, um, my sentence for this is, you know, I'm gonna channel my inner Iron Sheik here. Pepsi Phil, go fucking yourself. You jabroni. <laughs> Not the jabroni. That's you my sen- That's my sentence. That's your brony. <laughs> That's my sentence. <laughs> oh, All right. Man. Another topic we got <laughs> is uh, since uh, All Out has actually happened, and now we're closing on it as an ESPN interview, which AEW has actually said that they monitored and it went according to plan. Yeah. Uh, since All Out, he has actually been sent uh, apologies to the elite, basically. But they replied with basically saying that they have to have a no, a no contact agreement. What? Yeah, that was the elite's immediate response to that when he admit, made the apology because he apologized to Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. But when he went to go apologize to the elite, their response was a legal notice saying that they have to have no contact because you got to remember lawsuits had to be talked out of. Facts. Oh. So, sentence. Um, Here's my sentence. I'm tired of talking about Phil. Can we get to commercial? (laughs) That is my sentence. That's about it. So, we actually talk about his collision match. Facts. And I feel that's the biggest one that there is. So, with that being said, we're going to cut to commercial break. What's going on, everybody? The host with the toast, Nick Downey, alongside Euless Harris. Yo. Here to tell you about an awesome new product called Dubby. It's a new form of energy drink that has no jitters and no crash. These guys created a whole new formula to make drinking energy drinks kind of a better experience. Zero crashes and zero jitters. Their flavors are awesome. They offer flavors like Calio Cream, Beach and Peach, Dub Sludge. Dub Sludge? Yeah. Big, big Energy Tears. That's a good one. The Blue Raspberry flavor. Push and Punch. These guys are legit. They gave us a shot. Go give them a shot. Be sure to use discount code HSOTR10 for 10% off your order. They also have bottles, shakers, merch. Shirts, protein mixes, protein mixes. This they have literally. It's a one-stop shop, folks. Go give them a shot. Tell them High Side sent you. 
And that has just simply been too sweet. And we're back with the second half of the show. Collision Smackdown. Yeah. 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 Collision. Yep, kick it off with Collision. All right. Well, we have the first match announced so far, which was the main. The trios match between Samoa Joe and Bullet Club Gold, Jay White and Juice Robinson, versus FTR and Pepsi Phil, otherwise known as CM Punk. Samoa CM Joe. CM Punk and FTR. I want to see CM Punk face off with Joe, and also they're saying they're going to give him a mic. I would like to see Joe. Not even going to front. I would like to see him join Bullet Club Gold. A lot of people have been saying that. I saw some person put it out there, like their version of CM Punk's like taped arms with the Bullet Club like logo right underneath. I would like to see it. Joe joining fucking Bullet Club Gold, that would be like an outside-the-box fucking move. I think they're moving into the motions to have him versus the Elite again, especially since Nick Jackson basically announced uh, or at least acknowledged <coughs> the whole Hangman thing Yeah. by saying that Hangman is like our fellow, basically. But yeah, no, besides that, we also have Wardlow defending his TNT title versus Kane. I mean, Luchasaurus. <laughs> like, I, no, seriously. That's Kane. Tell me he doesn't look like Kane. That's Kane. By yeah. God, that's got to be Kane. Yeah. That's got to be Kane. By God. Um, so, thoughts on this one. Um, I'm kind of over seeing Wardlow with the title. I honestly thought they are going to put it on Christian. That's what I wanted to happen. I was really hoping for Christian to fucking walk out TNT champion. But, um... Granted, it was a great ladder match. His swanton off the ladder through putting Christian through the table. Facts. was crazy. But I really feel we'd be moving on to something else. Yeah. Also, the TNT title I was known as being the open challenge to, like, the indies, too. Yeah. I was kind of hoping that tradition would make a return. Yeah. Yeah. But It'd be no. nice. Because it felt like an open challenge felt like an open challenge. It's like anyone can get it. But now I, I feel like that's what the All-Atlantic Championship is for, if you really think about it. Mm-hmm. Man, bro. Like, I, don't, I don't know. Like, uh, It's just they've saturated the Wardlow thing. They've really saturated Wardlow. Is the problem here? Like the hot potatoing of the titles, it's kind of. It's he just took it off in. Hobbs before Hobbs can really get a run in. I feel. I know, and I really wanted to see what Hobbs could do as TNT champion. Mm-hmm. But next, we also have a tag team with the women. Okay. Two on two, we have Sky Blue. That rhymed. Yep. Versus <laughs> Willow Knight. No, versus with Willow Nightingale versus Tony Storm and Ruby Soho of the Outcasts. Okay. It took away her music, so mm, I was going to really say Taz can't sing it, but he's not even on commentary. He can't <laughs> sing it. He can't sing it in his own private way. No, he's got. He's got to start. He's got to listen to the Outcast theme. He's got. He's got to sing Jungle Boy's theme song. Yeah, he gets to sing that. <laughs> he runs around the forest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that one's going to set up uh, Willow's match against tony as the new japan representative since she actually uh became the women's new japan strong championship recently fair point so since she's champion i feel we're gonna see her versus tony storm for forbidden door i feel that's what this match is here for that's a fair assumption actually 
But uh, besides that, we also have Buddy Matthews versus a returning Andrade El Idolo. He's back. My God. After getting Shit. into a fight and trying to get himself fired. Oh, my God. It's like, really? You're not going to fire me? I'm going to make you fire me. <laughs> Punches TK in the face, sniffs a line of coke, and jumps out the window. Andrade El Idolo when he found out that <laughs> Tony Khan wasn't going to give him his release. Andrade Fine. I'll do it myself. <laughs> Wait, so does that mean that his name is going to be Andrade El Perico? Oh, my God. Oh like, he really got into God. a fight to try and get himself even... uh, on Triple H's uh, WWE after he, he gained uh, creative control. But now he's back. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that he was going to come back because he's been great so far until then. But, you know, uh, Roosh basically just filled out the position I thought he was basically going to take and that's like you know facing arrow in these cool matches him versus danielson on dynamite was one that of the best dope. tv matches i've fun. ever seen and jungle yeah. boy uh-huh and jungle boy roosh just naturally puts on good matches mm -hmm. <laughs> like so i hope he sticks around after this i feel this show is tailor-made for him and everyone that want more of a shot i mean it's two hours on saturday and uh i believe he also had a banger match with a member of pack Dark Order? I'm not sure if it was Johnny Hungy. Somebody from the Dark Order. Dope match. Either Ooh. or, like, I hope he's sticking around after this. And this is a great match to start with already. Yeah. Agreed. And uh, we have a returning Miro in action. They don't say who it's against, so I think it's probably going to be your squash match. Yeah. Unless it's some big name and it turns out to be a match of the year contender, I'm just going to think it's going to be someone he's destroying. Yeah. And I think he's going to be destroying and winning, right? Like, he's, he's going to win, right? Honestly, I want him to be put right back into the TNT title picture. Put it on Miro for like two years, and then we could call it you a day. See now, you now that we're the gonna thinking. give it back to the Redeemer, the best man. It's just because some of the promos he gives, <laughs> like staring out into like the abyss, and he's like, he's like, my God demands that I give people pain, and sometimes my wife. And it's like it's such a serious promo. <laughs> and then he's like basically saying how he's going to cripple someone that ends it with, these are the words of the Redeemer. <laughs> then when he lost the title, he basically said like, why has God decided to take my title from me? I request to know why and I will destroy his people. These are the words of the Redeemer. <laughs> and it was just like, where the fuck was this in WWE? All right. ominous and mysterious and ready to murder somebody. Then he lost the belt, was kind of in the mid-card vortex, was out, all out, and then was gone. And now he's back. He just randomly showed up at a backstage of a Dynamite they were watching. It was the one with Kenny and, uh, uh, Kenny and uh, Moxley yep. in the main event. And he just showed up randomly backstage on camera. Hey, I'm going to see Tony Khan. That's it. Yep. Uh, I think Thunder Rosa might also happen on this show. Maybe. Because they had her a lot in the advertisement. Like, maybe they'll give a statement on her and her next feud. It's a possibility. But, yeah, that concludes it for Collision. So what's everyone looking forward to so far? Honestly, it should be a good show. I'm, I'm hoping for it to be a decent show. Um, 
I never want to say that I hope something bobs. You know yeah. what I mean? I just hope they don't try to go too over the top with it where it just kind of... They end up fucking themselves, if that makes sense. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I get it. It's the debut show, but you don't have to go, like, super over the top and be all flashy with it. I feel you have to for the first one. Honestly, or at least more I, or less with the match quality. Honestly... Because that's I, how I feel we're getting. Honestly, I don't think the show... Like, the show itself, right? The match, The match quality, yes. But you also need to put the spotlight... On, like, the guys that you need to put the spotlight on. Like, you gotta put the spotlight back on Miro. You gotta, like, highlight the fucking main event. Like, you got it. Like, certain matches can be highlighted, but you don't go over the top for, like, every single match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I agree. Like, I'm looking forward to Buddy and uh, El Idolo. A lot. Mm. That hype's gonna be fucking dope. I'm looking forward to the main event, despite who the fuck is in it. I'm um, just curious to see what the hell they're gonna have him say, what yeah. he is gonna say, and what's his direction going forward with Punk. Exactly. Because this it could all go sideways very quickly. Because <coughs> I feel like this is kind of the last chance for you. Because what you had was like very shitty situation. Exactly. You it also a- determines how long we keep doing CM sentence. <laughs> Facts. I feel a while. Mm-hmm. And also because I kind of like doing it. <laughs> I don't know. I hope it's a good show. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely hope it's a good show. I hope... I just hope nothing happens to fuck it up, you know? Yeah, I mean, Elton John is all elite. What more do you need? <laughs> hmm. Real quick, that fucking... Uh... That intro gave me, like, WCW, like, w- old school WWE It felt vibes. like 80s golden era, yeah. basically. A little bit. Like OG Saturday Night Live. Like the synth wave kind of look to it. I like mm-hmm. it. I do, I do like it. It's a little... It's a little like... I wasn't expecting it. I was expecting something more like in your face. But no, that, that was good. That was good. I like that. So next. Yeah. The shot heard around the world. All around the world. <laughs> or another super kick heard around, around the, the world. world. Right. So Jay had to make his actual statement of where he was gonna go. So we um around the world. That song's catchy amazing. now. That's catchy. That song's amazing. So. How we found out, because we didn't even watch it live, uh, we actually ended up attending the Massimo's as, um, uh, WIN show, or WIN, over in Ridgefield Park last night. Uh, shout out to the Massimo boys, shout out to Skills, always put on great shows. Definitely. Um, Eddie went out for a cigarette during uh, one of the matches, right? And he comes back in and he's like, bro, something just happened on SmackDown. He's like, I, 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 I need to tell, I need to show someone. I'm like, can, can it wait until like after the show or like 
intermission. Right? Yeah. So then uh intermission came. No, it's actually the end of the show. Oh, it was the end of the show. Yeah. So the end yeah. of the show came. So what had happened was I had to go outside to attend a phone call. And someone in the group chat was like, the ending of SmackDown, though. Yeah, our boy Mike. Shout out, Mike. 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 Mike we'll see you on the weekend, buddy. <laughs> Love you, Mike. So, whatever. I'm like, you know what? It's already 1030. Let me go check um, for what what's going on. So, I checked. Uh, I go straight to the main event. And all I see is Jay Uso going up to Jay. I mean, Jimmy. And saying, you were the prom king. This, this, and that. He's like, but you know who helped me become the right-hand man? The main, main event, Jey Uso. He's like, this man right here. He's like, so in that case, you out. And then, like... Two seconds later. Well, it, it, like, the crowd fell short. And everybody you was saw like, the look on Jimmy's like, face. You, you saw Jimmy put his head down. And, and then he grabbed... And then he, real quick... And I'm, I'm out, out, too. Yeah. Yeet! Kicks Roman dead in the face. While he was laughing about it, too. And we all lost our collective shit. Solo fucking stood there shocked of what his brothers did. <laughs> yep. Sh- Solo tried to attack Jay. Jay ducks and eats a super kick from Jimmy. Y'all really caught and the tail a, end of it. And then a double super kick from both of them. And Paul Heyman was out. out he was crying at crying. ringside. He, the literally the same face reaction he had when the Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar. Yep, I think this time was worse. I, I I think this time might have been a little bit worse. And then Roman got back up and he's like, "What the hell? Are you can you kick? You me? don't get you don't leave me. Nobody leaves me. Super kicked by both of them." And he bent back so far, he looked like he landed on his neck on the way down. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, this has to be the main event for Money in the Bank. Later on, I went on Instagram and I saw some videos of SmackDown off the air. And it was straight up Roman trying to get up. And the whole crowd was chanting, you deserve it. You deserve it. And I was like, wow, like this storyline alone left everybody intrigued. And oh, now course. it just kept everybody just like, what's next? What's yeah, next? What's next? Like, what's next? What's literally next? next? Well, that's actually what it leads to confirmed, I guess, for money in the bank is Solo and Roman versus the Usos. Mm-hmm. And um, there is going to be a lot of storytelling. The battle in the apparently, battle. apparently, um, Rikishi dropped a, cri- uh, a, a cryptic tweet after that happened. Yeah, he put something out. I think it was in the terms of Godfather. I think it was the yeah. Michael Corleone. Yeah, here it is. Yep. Just a gift of Michael. Yep. Yep. Cryptic. It Michael just said Cor- hashtag SmackDown. Cryptic Vito Corleone tweet. Yeah. Bo Roman was really playing games with him this whole show. Like, had Heyman walk up to him again. And he basically said, nah, if I'm in, you're out. Okay, well, he's like, when you get to choose your wise man and your tribal chief, then you get to choose him. But he's my wise man. He's not the bloodline's tribal chief. Like, a tribal chief. He's not the bloodline's uh, wise man. He's my wise man. 
He's the tribal chief's wise man. When you're a tribal chief, you could pick your wise man. <laughs> I thought that part was funny as hell. He's like, he's like, Jay came. Uh, Jay basically went to go talk some more, and then Jimmy came out, and then he basically said, "Look, there's only one person that one that was not okay with you being right hand man." And I liked how what he's like. Wise men, I love you, my tribal chief. What is it, my tribal chief? And he was just like, who's was the person that was against Jay being my right hand? And he just kind of stood there shocked, and it was just like, well, I, I, I don't, I know my tribal chief. Like, <laughs> and he just kind of just gave a look towards Jimmy, like that motherfucker, <laughs> like that guy, and he admitted to it. And then, honestly, I bought it. I really bought it because they had Zane even look at him backstage, too. And they just looked at each other this time. They didn't say anything. Yeah. Like, they had a couple weeks in a row. They just looked at each other. And they just walked away. And I love the Usi chance. So, what do you think... And could, then all that happened. What do you think could play out at Money in the Bank? First of all, I gotta say, I love the both, like, the ones that they both threw up with their hands together. Yeah. But... I kind of want to see the Usos win. I mean, I do too. I feel at that point, they're going to have to have Roman look vulnerable to set up who he's defending the belt against right. because I couldn't tell you who he's fucking fighting so next. Now, so now here, here's the thing. <laughs> SummerSlam potentially could be Cody. Again? Finish the story. Oh, God, he better not win. My, with, oh, he's not in it. With, 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 <laughs> I clear my mind. With, with a solo. I think Cody versus Brock is I would hate to see it happen again. No, he's facing Dominic at Money in the Bank. I feel Brock is going to kill him at Money in the Bank. He's like, I caught a flight to whoop your ass. So, picture Roman Reigns against Cody Rhodes. Finish the story. But a solo Roman Reigns. Because I feel like something... I feel like now is going to be the telling of the solo Sokoa story. Now it's... The so now it's him and exactly. Roman. Before, you were just like the extra... You are just a hitman bodyguard. You were just there. So think about it this way. Now I feel like something is going to happen. And now the story is going to build up to Roman being Solo's partner. Mm-hmm. And now Roman is going to start becoming more Mad King-ish. Like he's going to start being like, I don't know who I can trust now. So he's going to be constantly on Solo's ass about like, yo, I, I got to know if I can trust you. I feel he's pro- I feel like it's going to be like that at first, but he'll deliver and he'll start and, to be like, okay, okay. And then something's going to happen. And then you could build the him having a streak uh, like after Money in the Bank. Because that's the thing. You could have this go so many fucking ways. Yeah. Uh, I- if this is like, they haven't announced it yet, but this has to be the match for fucking Money in the Bank that main events the show. Even though I know it's Money in the Bank, like... In terms of like the matches that are there for the men and women, mm. which now Bailey's spot is on the line, yeah, because she costed EO on SmackDown, yeah, and then exactly. basically got confronted by Shotzi after their argument. She's like, "I was just trying to help," and then basically Shotzi tried to say, "Oh, why don't you put your spot on the line?" She's like, "Why would I do that?" And she's like, "She accepts," <laughs> and she and then she's like, "All right, cool, I'll talk with Adam Pierce and I'll make it official." Official? Fuck, I can't speak. English is not a thing today. It's we, not. But weed is a thing today. Yes, it is. We'd, we'd like to agree with you. Day. Yes. We'd like to agree with you. Yep, we'd like to agree with you. Weed. 
So she walks away all fucking happy and everything. And Bailey's just like, why would you do that? And Ela's like, I was just trying to help. With a big shit-eating grin. And it's just like, okay. So if Bailey loses, I already know what the hell's happening. Money in the bank, and I'm kind of forward to see how it's going to go. Right. It's going to be amazing. I love every second of this. Oh my god. We got Asuka putting the, uh, not Asuka. Well, Asuka involved uh, in the, what I think is probably going to be a triple threat. Right. Maybe. But either way, you saw that uh, promo Bianca dropped on Charlotte. Yep. <laughs> Just dropped a big heaping pile of cow shit all over Didn't oh, need did, to be. Mic drop. 14 time champion to get 400 days. I'm the longest reigning women's champion of this modern era, and I didn't need to do it 14 times. I'm like, oh my god! Put my put some respect on my, my name. name. Just dropped it all over. I'm like, yo, this is amazing. And fucking Grayson Waller was just selling the whole thing. Yep. And it was like I saw everyone talking about it. Grayson Waller was all of us in this moment. Pretty much. Yeah, he really was. Uh, so yeah. Now, with that being said, we give our guest for the night the floor. Because a lot of things are happening on that end. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you got for us? What's going on? So, I just released yesterday my my brand new single, Gravitational Pool, EDM track, um, on all platforms, literally. I'm excited. This is exciting. It's a new beginning. Um, I don't know. So, so, so you run a podcast too. I do. You I do. do. Emoki's Dopamine Podcast. So, what do you talk about on yours? I usually talk about everything and anything. So, scientific, technologies, medicine, health. Also, just, you know, for shits and giggles, we like to debunk conspiracy theories. That sounds awesome. Yes. We just, you know, all the new ones with especially the aliens and reptilians, apparently, <laughs> coming yeah. out of the woodworks all of a sudden because, you know, you know, the, the currency lately has been going to shit. So, <laughs> but um, I have some really great people on there on that podcast, you know, also Eddie as well is on there. So he's more of a quiet talker than anything, but... Yeah, Eddie's the guy that if we're on a subject that he knows he can relate to, he's like, all right, guys, hold up. Yeah, He's like, I'm Batman, it comes out of the shadows. (laughs) It's like Eddie has entered the chat. I'll throw my two senses in when it's throwable. When it's throwable. He's the kind of guy that's just like, wait a minute. I'll I'll hear what's going on, but when I got to throw my two cents in, I'll throw it in. Yeah, like, I have some really great people by my side. I also have King Liking as well from The Throne. We also have Mel Gibson, also his latest release as well. He's, uh, that he did with Nate Perry, Visions. That actually, you know, went pretty viral recently. Pretty excited. Wait, no, wait, his actual name is Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson, G-I-B-S-U-N. He didn't, like... Any relation to the the other Mel Gibson? No. Damn. No, absolutely Damn. not. Not the actor, nothing like that. So I, I'm sitting there, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Mel Gibson dropped a track? Wait, what? <laughs> no, no, definitely no. 
But um, yeah, I just recently got signed to Third Eyes Entertainment Music Group. Woo! So I am really excited to be their first EDM female artist uh, to hit the roster. And it's just, you know, going up from here on out, basically. Just bringing along everybody with me that's, you know, been by my side, supportive, you know, always giving me the good advice, the worst advice, turning into you know, the best and, you know, just learning from here on out. Like, it's exciting, you know? It's exciting for a 26-year-old, you know, to start off, you know, her music career as the way that I'm doing it. It's crazy. It's insane. It's happy, it's happy to be, we're happy to be along for the ride with this. And I'm like, glad see, you guys yeah. are like part see, of my crew, like, like see, Like, seeing the evolution is going to be dope as fuck. Yes, I'm excited. Just from, like, like, the samples you've made, too. Yeah, word. I'm bringing people along for the ride. Like, I'm, I hope you guys are ready to see the best, the worst of my faces. I mean, <laughs> even though I'm a Gemini, but still, you know, the double faces don't count. We have, like, seven different faces. <laughs> but I'm just glad, you know, I have my crew. And, you know, I'm with my crew, and I love you guys, and... It's exciting, man. I could not make anything like it's, it's just it's the best feeling ever. It's like when success hits, it just it hits different than what you would have ever imagined on the path towards it. And that's the thing, man. A lot of people miscommunicate what success is about. Yes. Like a lot of people just uh, appropriate success with money. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not all about that sometimes. No, absolutely. With me, it's not even about the money. It's about succeeding in something that I know I can do this and I'm going to do it. And I don't have to prove anybody wrong with it. All Thanks. I have to do is prove it to myself. And that's exactly what I did. And I am proud of myself because from here on out, it's just going to get better. Absolutely. Succeeding in your passion, basically. Definitely. Music has definitely been my passion for the longest. And the actual very first song that actually um, got me into EDM music was Darude Sandstorm. Everybody knows that song. Remember it was always a vibe when we were working and it got played there? Oh, my God. And also Axel F, The Frog, as well. Yep. Oh my yes! god! Definitely, that was the, those two songs. Those kids dancing to that song. Yes. Dance. And then they came back like twenty <laughs> years later and did you know it again. You're Puerto Rican, so you gotta throw in that Don Chesina. Yeah. Yo, papi, check it out. Yes, like you know, even me as like you know, I'm an upcoming underground artist, and I'm glad that I got picked up by not only as you know a perfect label but also it's also a family you know and i'm glad that you know as you guys as a part of my crew and you know i'm i'm getting my pre my production team ready here you know soon we're we're still getting a few people you know but um there's a lot of like wonderful people who um who are going to be traveling with me soon um for this first single shouting everybody out to Mel Gibson to King Lycan to you guys high side of the robes like you guys are amazing and i don't know it's just i can't really thank anybody but you know myself and and you know my god 
that's that's the only thing I could really say. Like it's just everything has been amazing to sweat and tears, crying, laughing, going crazy, getting high. You already know. Emotional damage. <laughs> Emotional damage to the team. Emotional damage. <laughs> that in future. <laughs> Definitely uh, that, but it's it's been amazing, and the number one person that has really been giving me that passion to keep going has been mainly my mom. You know, like obviously, like my mom has been like a really bad, like a really big part of that role. You know, keep going. You know, do what you want to do. Keep dreaming, but you know, make your dream a reality. And. It took time. It took years to know, you know, because you also have to like, you know, study and research, and you have to actually, you know, some people's like, oh, I went to school with this. Not a lot of people went to school, you know, to do music and be a rapper or a singer or an opera artist or anything like that. So for me, it's just it's grandulent, man. Like it's exciting. I'm reaching to Saturn. I'm in Saturn right now. That's where I am. <laughs> Like I'm in Saturn and I just I just want to hit universe status, you know, intergalactical area and I don't know, it's just eye opening to some and very all, mainly me. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. But it's been great. This has been a great episode. Thank yeah. you for joining us, Thank man. Thank you this for having great. me. It's been amazing. Holy shit. So now's the time where we get to the shout outs and shit, right? Right? So this is what we got to do first and foremost. <laughs> Next week, June 24th, Nutley, New Jersey, 150 Chestnut Street, IWA Intense Heat. Uh, Intense Heat. We've actually sponsored a match. Um, we will be sponsoring the throne, taking on the Audacity. That is amazing. Uh, I'm a sucker for tag team wrestling, so that's the that that was the one man. Like, fucking Casey and Danny are doing their things. Micah and Seth are doing their things. I love the work that both of them put on. I'm like, this is a no brainer. Definitely. Shout mm -hmm. out to both of them. They've been doing amazing. Shout out Frank. Shout out PJ for you know everything being put together and shit. Uh, PJ Savage. Absolutely. PJ Savage. <laughs> Shout out to everyone on the card, man. Like, IWA, it's going to be a great show. Come through Saturday, June 24th. Come through, show out, show some sport. It's going to be a fun time. I'm really excited for it. Uh, I am once again back in the ring with a microphone in my hand. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I it, 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 It's like I said, like, never should have let the dog out of the kennel. Like, I, I got to turn it up. So and also, that's exactly what's going to happen. And also, shout out to Third Eyes Entertainment Music Group. Um, Word. Definitely shout out to them. Shout out to Mel Gibson, you already know. Make sure you guys check his music out, Visions featuring Nate Perry. Check out my music. Gravitational Pool is out on all platforms right now. And um, like I said, it's been amazing. Thank you guys for having me. It's been an honor. Definitely a great honor for having me in this episode with you guys. Absolutely. Now is you'll come back. Now, oh, I'm yes, definitely, definitely coming back. Please for come sure. back. Please I come back. Please come back. Please come back. 
But no, Listen, seriously, come back. I have never been so high with you guys before. <laughs> and this is amazing. And I'm definitely coming back. It's some high side shit, of course. Of course. Ain't always. no party like a high side party. All right. <laughs> but anyway, now for our final shout out of the night because it's tradition and this whole fucking, what do you call it? This whole group just got a whole lot bigger. So it's that time, that time again. And like I said, this group has gotten a lot bigger. So here we go. Hashtag join fantasy faction. The Wrestler and the Nerd. What? Respect the Craft Podcast. What? what? The Call Up Podcast. What? what? Wrestling for Life Network. What? what? Really Does Wrestling. What? what? A to the K Wrestling Show. What? what? G Pop Wrestling. What? what? GG for the win. What? Eyes out of Rome sets us. Yeah. yeah. Casey Like It Jr. What? 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 I said Casey Like It Jr. What? Big Pop Theory. What? What? Girls watch wrestling too. What? what? George World Clips. What? what? The Jabba Tier Podcast. What? what? The Victorious Ones. What? what? The Wrestling Takeover. What? what? Faction Cast. What? what? Hill Turn Wrestling. What? what? Buzzy with Marlowe. What? what? The Dirty Heels. What? what? Sell Out Podcast. What? what? I said I sell out podcast. What? I said I sell out podcast. What? That's it. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you guys for joining us again. Host with the toast, Nick Downey, alongside Eulis Harris, Peace. Annie Moki. Thank you guys for having me. Don't drink and drive, park and spark. It's always 420 somewhere. Protected sex, everybody. Protected oh. sex. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> and burn button out your soul. <laughs>